what's more important than the the distance that you have to go and the work you have to do is the memories that you make along the way and the company that you keep and the lessons that you learned and even if you had to go a couple steps back it means that you did better work to get back to where you needed to be to go forward again hi we are colleen and colleen and we have made it our mission to spread kindness and make everyone feel like they belong So each week we will share real life stories, motivating insights, and helpful tips that will inspire you to live a kinder, happier life. We believe that together we can make the world a much better place. Are you in? I'm in. Let's do this. Welcome to the You Fit Here podcast. Hello. Hello. I was just about to um, do the sound of music. So long, farewell, and then I realized that would be mm-hmm. it would only be uh, if, it, if today was opposite day, which maybe it is, right? But hello, hello, guten tag. Um, I don't know what else. Hola, yeah, aloha, bonjour. Is that hello or goodbye? Bonjour, hello. hello. That's got to be hello. Au revoir. Au revoir. No, au revoir. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyway, oh, hello, everybody. Hi. Welcome back to You Fit Here, unless this is your first time. Welcome. We are not good at speaking different languages, but we are going to work on it. <laughs> and at least CB is better than I. CS. Yeah, I wouldn't go that far. My sister actually texted me last night because she listens to our podcast like at night when she's laying with the kids and they're trying to fall asleep. And she'll just, like, text me funny things that she's laughing about. And she was like, you trying to do an Australian accent on CS's birthday episode? She's like, I'm (laughs) crying, laughing so hard. And I was like, I remember laughing at myself doing it because I sounded so stupid. (laughs) But now I have to go back just to hear that part because. Yeah, I I know what she's talking about. I I loved it. (laughs) Totally off. It is amazing. Okay, so. I just took forever to to decide what I'm going to say that's good in my life right now. And then I just thought of something else. (laughs) There's so many good things. But you never watched Downton Abbey, correct? Mm -mm. Okay. Well, if anybody's listening and has watched Downton Abbey, we're watching a show on Apple TV, which uh, is called Defending Jacob. Okay. And the woman who played Mary in Downton Abbey. So you have to understand this is like the early 1900s. Yeah. British accent, very royal-ish mm-hmm. British accent. And that's her – that's who she is. She's British and she's an American mom and wife in this show. And she is – I would never know. And I Wait, feel like so – she's doing an American accent now? Yes. But yeah. I feel like that would be harder to Maybe do. Maybe to her. Maybe. Like, Maybe. These Yankees. Is that what we're called? Yankees. Yeah. Or just Americans or whatever, but she's so good. And it's a really good, it's really, really good. I really can't wait to find out what's actually going on, but, uh, yeah. So there you go. Something good. What's, what's good Uh, on our, well, this is not my something good, but on our Instagram stories, we posted the trailer for Ted Lasso season two and we're very excited about it. And the number of DMS we got in response saying, I just signed up for my free Apple TV trial and the number of people who were like, I had a year free of Apple TV from like buying my phone, but I never realized it or set it up. I, 
go check your stuff, guys, because I had like a year free and I didn't even realize it. And voila, Ted lassoed up right before season two. So yeah, that's all. That's always how I get anything like Hulu was for Handmaid's Tale, which is coming out or I guess by the time this goes out, it's already out season four. And then I was like, slowly but surely, we're not getting rid of Hulu. We have to have it. And Apple TV, I think. They have like the morning show. That's really good. There's some little eyes. Wait, I've never seen that bit. That's on HBO. But Little Fires Everywhere is on Apple TV. Mm. There's so many good shows and movies on Apple TV. Yeah, they're all gonna make it so that you have to have every single streaming platform <laughs> to watch everything because every platform is gonna have its own like amazing winner. thing. Yeah, I know. Mm. But. Yeah, Ted Lasso's worth it. Uh, okay, my good news is um, I have been tearing up my floor, board by board, and I am done. Victory. Oh, 1,500 square feet of floorboards. I am done pulling out and pulling out the staples, and I feel so good about it. You feel good about it, but does your body feel good? Uh it doesn't feel horrible. I have a kink in my neck, but, you know. It is what it is. That's yeah. what growing older does to a body, I suppose. Yeah, really. I mean, you're not old, but anyway. No, I, I'm old. Neither here nor there. I'm old. Um, okay, anyways. So if you guys have good news, send it to us at hello at everykind.com. And, yeah, we want to fill the world with good news. Yeah. All the good news. So... In the midst of my home renovation, which started as let's paint some cabinets and turned into gutting basically the house, um, it's been very overwhelming at times and like chaotic and a huge test to like a marriage because I feel like if you can gut and physically do the labor with your husband or significant other, you could do anything. It's <laughs> no, no easy task. Let me tell you. Anyways, so in the midst of this, I'm pulling up the floor. I see some floorboard that looks like mm, not great, little moldy looking, gross. And then I was like, you know what? We should tear out these closets because they're ugly and I have a coat closet already. And these are just like there and taking up space. And my husband's like, oh my, like another thing. Can you please stop? And I'm like, no, I think we really should do it. So I mean, he's like, go big or go home. that's not your home. Like I, seriously. Yeah. And the only reason I think he's so stressed about it is because the new flooring is getting installed next Monday. So we legitimately are on like a deadline if we decided to do this to finish it so that they can install the flooring the correct way. Well, do you have to like let them know that, oh, and now I've turned up these closets because that's like two feet or something well so they were still gonna put the wood in the closets but now oh, okay. i think i'm making it easier for them oh you are to, right they're welcome i know big time so as i start tearing it up where my husband's like i'm not signing off on this but do what you want i discover mold upon mold upon mold upon mold in my walls that like meet an exterior wall mm. and so you bet your arse that he was grateful that I just went on a whim and tore out my closets because our entire wall, like if I even touch it, the wood crumbles. It's sopping wet. And there's some leak from the outside of the house coming in and I'm inhaling poison basically. Right. 
Okay, so anyways, my point being in all of this is check your walls, people. No, I'm just kidding. Is This that- entire episode is about how you <laughs> should check your walls. Verify that you are not inhaling mold spores in your home. Uh, no. Everybody but- probably is, just by the way. <laughs> Everyone is, for real. But this was like, I don't know how the house wouldn't just eventually crumble because the wood was just rotten. I mean, I showed you pictures. It was disgusting. Yeah, I don't believe it was a whim at all. I believe you were called. I was called to find those moldy walls. Okay, so in the midst of this, let me remind you, I have a eight-day, nine-day time crunch to make sure the flooring can happen. I have to get a guy to move electrical, but now he can't move electrical to where we wanted it because the moldy walls can't hold the electrical. So anyways, there's all these things. And I just see the panic start building in my husband's eyes. And then for a moment, I started to panic. And my husband's been like this a little bit during the process where he'll be like, well, eh, and then, and then let's talk about this. Let's think about this. And I keep saying to him, don't think, just start doing it. Just start one board at a time. Like we don't need to panic because if I start thinking about everything, I'm going to freak out. But if I just start doing what I know I can do right in this moment, and I can work it all out. So then I was like, CS, we got to talk about doing da, 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 da. It's called One Step at a Time. One by... Step at a Time. Yeah. Is that the song you're singing? Yeah. It's by, by uh, Jordan Sparks. Jordan Sparks, yeah. I used to Sorry, I was trying song. really hard to and like, then you give hear, you like, her, a like... interlude. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah, shoes. it's just <laughs> phenomenal, actually. I, I'm definitely going to be sorting it out of my playlist later. Yeah, I got I got I to put it on my playlist too. Okay. So this kind of pertains to anything in life that if we overwhelm ourselves with the entire mountain, there is no starting point. But if we just like start and move forward one step at a time with what we can do at this moment, it almost like clears up your mind to then be able to tackle the whole project. Yeah, it's that's like a uh, a very greater scale of work that needs to be done. I feel the same way when I'm about to clean the girls' bedroom. Yeah, just to begin, begin, begin. And I might have to come up with other game plans about because there's you know the kids are always growing and you've got to be mm-hmm. emptying out and bringing in and it's a constant thing, but one step at a time. To begin, begin. Yeah. And I love making a list and then crossing it off the Mm. list. It gives me so much satisfaction. Yep. But I've also noticed if I just start endlessly making the list, then it's like I just got to go lay in bed and watch some TV because I'm so beyond overwhelmed with my list. Mm -hmm. Where instead it's like, okay, I need to just make a list of the things that I actually can accomplish within the next like three hours or something. And then I can add to my list once I can check stuff off and feel like I'm making progress forward. But if I'm just looking at the entire mountain that I have to scale, it's like crazy overwhelm. And yeah, yeah, I, yeah. And sometimes you don't, I mean, I don't really know how to, I told you I didn't want to talk about my crazy voodoo doctors thing. (sighs) But I did go to a doctor recently um, 
it's like an Eastern medicine doctor who performed a special type of cupping and acupuncture and adjusted me. And I said to him upon exiting, now what do I need to, do I need to like be sleeping in a different position or doing stretches? And he was like, no, 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 no. We see if this works. We see if, you know, what I've done and and then we make adjustments. And so I've been thinking about that since you suggested we talk about this because that's really hard for me to do because if I can feel 100% better, I want to, but he doesn't want me to feel 100% better. He wants this to slowly – he wants to see if the lifestyle that I live can help me sustain the pain relief because my right leg is longer than my left leg and that's due to some injury and that's why I have numbing in my foot and so at least I've got questions answered and now I have to be patient yeah so yeah because with all that it's like you need the treatment to like stick and stick in your life like yeah if you're gonna change every other thing and let me tell you you all know I love acupuncture and cupping and that treatment oh my gosh it just it's changed my life I love it so much and it gives me so much just like it's this subtle thing where like all of a sudden oh gosh I'm not experiencing this as bad anymore but it's not an instant quick fix it's definitely like this gradual change yeah I'm in my bed today recording which I normally can't Whoopsie. <laughs> and that's no, how you no, drop your I normally can't be because it causes such pain, but um I'm I'm knocking on wood. Knock, really knock, knocking on heaven's door. I'm getting the melody wrong. I don't know that song. Knock knock. Yes you do. Mm. I'm just probably not doing Ish. it. Not really though. I don't really know that that genre era, whatever. Anyway. While you're laying so adorably in bed, you are wearing our new sweatshirt, which launched last week, and it says improving, and I just feel like that's the perfect message for you. You can read it improving or I'm proving, but that is a quote that is out there in the universe just about even just like a teeny tiny step forward is still considered an improvement. 10,000%. Yeah. And even if you feel like you're taking a step back because you made a mistake or an error or whatever, if you learn from said mistake or error, then really it is still improving Mm -hmm. actually and technically and ultimately. Yeah. And I'm proving to myself that I am getting better and I'm proving to my husband that we can do this. (laughs) And actually my husband said that. I feel like it's one step forward and like three steps back, everything. And I'm like, okay, but if we didn't find out about all the issues with this home, then- It would have been a million steps back A million steps back after like we made it all beautiful and then had to tear it all up again. So really- Yeah. The mold called me to it. Yeah. What's that? It's going to get worse before it gets better. Where did that come from? It's so true. But I know what you're talking about. Like sometimes if you want to clean out the pantry, take oh. take it all out. Take it yeah. all out and put it on the counters and the table and it obviously looks a lot worse until yeah. it gets better. So many yeah. things in life that have just kind of like been, what's the word, looming in my mm-hmm. midst. I don't know. Do you know one of my things when I was younger that I 
you know the things that you look back on and we're like, this seemed like life ending. And I remember I was so nervous to get my license, which is like so crazy because I feel, knock on wood, like I'm an excellent driver and I love driving. And I was so nervous and I kept thinking like, this is like the end of my my life right now. It's stressing me out so bad. And it now seems so silly, even though it's all relative. It was a big deal when I was 16 years old, but Mm -hmm. now I'm like, okay, just like that was the end of the world when you were 16. Now, some of these things that seem like the end of the world might just not be perspective. It is all about perspective. The hardest thing is trying to help your kids understand that, but also being there for them in the place where they are, just because I I just, I just know that this is not the worst thing that you're ever going to go through, unfortunately. And that is, that is hard. So much of parenting to me is just trying to communicate something that has profoundly changed my life as an adult, but I wouldn't have cared about either as a kid. Right. And that they kind of like have to figure out for themselves, which my 23 year old nephew told me this weekend that he's like, you're, you're doing a great job. Like, I don't want, I don't want you to think you should stop what you're doing because what you're doing is, is good, but I'm sure it feels like you're absolutely getting getting nowhere. nowhere. Yeah. But don't stop, but just understand until he's ready to get to that mindset. You can't beat yourself up. Yeah. Because it's not me. And so I don't really know why I started talking. Parenting's hard sometimes. Sometimes. Oh my gosh. It's hard all the time. But it's so many things that are like even little kids, like they're emotions and their things are huge big feelings to them Mm -hmm. just because they don't have 30 some years of life experience and perspective like in their world those things are huge and so it's hard to be like this doesn't really matter when it does like it does and how do we validate that and then still show them that we could still then move forward yeah And some things I think do rub off on other people and our Mm -hmm. kids and things. One of the things it's been going on for since probably Christmas, maybe before, but everybody, my kids are different in different ways. Like every person in the world is, but I always remind them like, okay, well that's your opinion and, and that's fine. And this is my opinion. So even Shannon, who's five and a half, she'll be like, I mean, this is the prettiest color. I mean, that's just my opinion. What's your opinion? (laughs) Right, yeah. And they all kind of work that in and I'm like, all right, they're listening. So maybe if I'm more consistent with the things I care about, especially things like this. Well, and I think it's not even listening. I think they like witness you do things and then follow the behavior. So my older son, who's seven, he has been like twirling his hair lately. And I know it's like an anxious tick thing. Like- Mm -hmm. Just, I I can tell. And now this is coming from me who I constantly pick at my split ends and I do it when I'm anxious. It's like, I'm feeling overwhelmed about something. Boom. I'm futzing with the ends of my hair and ruining my hair. But I know this and I know it also kind of helps me calm down, even though that shouldn't be the way I let myself calm down. But so I know my son is doing that. And so 
I talked to him with advice from my sister, who's brilliant, who was on our podcast a long, long time ago. We should get her back. But um, she was saying how, like, relating to them, like, do you feel like your body is making you do this? Like, your body has to do this in these moments when whatever. And, like, I feel like that, too. And that's why you see me play with my hair and mess around with my hair and stuff. And he was like, yeah. And I was like, okay, well, we have to remind ourselves that all the thoughts that pop into our head, we don't have to believe they can be there. And we can say no thought, like this is not true. And I am not thinking about this or worrying about something that isn't proving itself to happen right now. And also nobody I'm in control right now. And so I was like, how about this? Like when I start to do it, I'm going to take a really deep breath and say, nobody I'm in control right now. And you don't need to be doing this. And you practice doing the same thing. And then we'll see if we can, like, remind each other subtly by doing our deep breaths or whatever. And his response was like, but what happens when you're around people and you don't want to say it out loud? And I was like, oh. And I was like, you just say it in your head. Take a deep breath and then say it to yourself. And so quickly, like, he already understood just from that little conversation we had. And then... It was like two days later and I saw him and he was twirling his hair and he looked at me and I just took a deep breath and then he took a deep breath and he stopped and I was like, okay, but it's so wild because I do the same stuff all the time when I'm stressed out and anxious and my kid's doing it. So obviously he's probably mimicking my anxious behavior when he's feeling anxious But just having that conversation and totally relating to him because I can, like, it's very obvious. And now, bit by bit, like, hopefully both of us will tell our bodies, like, no, we don't have to do this when we're feeling this way. We can take a deep breath and choose what we believe or don't believe in our heads. So anyways, kind of side noted, but it's true. And I don't know what causes that in him or other kids, because I know all kids have their things, but just having tools to rely on so that maybe the big anxiety ridden mountain of whatever that may be in your life, you can just be like, okay, I'm starting with a deep breath and then I'm going to move forward. I love that. (sighs) And there's, I need a deep breath now. (laughs) Heart rate is just going through the roof at the moment. Well, I can't tell. Oh, God. And my, my hair's in a bun strategically, so I don't play with it. <laughs> well, look at that. You're removing I mean, I either need a really short haircut so I can't reach my hair or constantly keep my hair up, which I mostly do anyways. Right. Same. Oh, gosh. Golly. Golly. Um, so anyways, whatever that thing may be, and parenting, I think, is a really good example of it because you have newborns. You come home, you don't know what the heck you're doing despite whatever class you took or didn't take or book you read or didn't read or person you learned from or didn't learn from and you have to figure it out on your own. And you know that phase like around three months where all of a sudden it's like, okay, we're like in a routine. We're getting the hang of this. And then all of a sudden it changes. And then it's six months and then it changes and foods and whatever. And it's like, every time you feel like you have a grasp on it and you're just dominating, then something else gets thrown in the way. And you're like, starting all over, like finding out my game plan. 
There's no such thing as a pretty picnic in child rearing years, I guess. <laughs> and clearly it just doesn't stop as you have teenagers. Mm-mm, no, no. I mean, maybe for some people. Maybe. I don't think so. My friend who has a nine-year-old texted me and she's not social media savvy. And she was like, what is Snapchat? Is this social media or is this like a photo editing app because my child wants it? And all I said was, no. And she's like, okay, that's all I needed to hear. (laughs) Absolutely not. not. Do not. Yeah. It's crazy. But then the more like... She doesn't know anything about social media, so her daughter could have said, like, it's a photo editing app, and boom, she gets it. And so it's like, we need each other to help because there are so many things I don't know about and so many things I kind of have my finger on the pulse slightly, but, right? Yeah. I've just learned that it's better to pretend I'm the teenager and Google like, I don't want my parents to find this or whatever. Yeah, so, like, go the other way because that's where where they're finding how to, (laughs) you know, lie. Um, Well, so my child, this child, he played Roblox with his cousin. And now, mind you, some of the games on Roblox are fine. Like, I'm going to build them all and then make money and have customers and whatever. Like, I'm totally down with that. But some of the games on there are horrific, and I don't like them, and I don't like how people can chat. Like, I've turned that off, and just the whole concept of online gaming with other people freaks me out, and I don't like it at all. So, I am maybe a little strict on some of this, but I also don't want him to then rebel and sneak it behind my back, which, so he was playing it at Grandma's house, Mm. and... Then all of a sudden, I get an email that's like, please confirm your account. And I was like, hmm, interesting. And I saw it. And then I was with my kid, and I kept the email. And he was like, can I please um, call my cousin quick from your phone? And I was like, sure. So then I go and check my email. The email was deleted. Mm -mm. He figured out how to go delete the account verification email, and he is a baby. I was about to say, like, amateur, and then you said that. <laughs> like, what in the world? You got to get ahead of it, don't you? Yeah. I feel like I have a full-blown teenager, and he's seven. Uh-huh. I shouldn't have to deal with this for, like, another however many years. Right. Right. <laughs> and this just makes me want to throw all, all, like, they don't have their iPads anymore because of, you know. The one kid breaking it. We talked about that once upon a time, maybe. And makes me want to, like, burn every form of device in the world. Let's have a big bonfire because I'm, I'm over it. Well. And I've always said, like, you tell me the truth. Nobody, there's, nobody gets in trouble. Yeah. But when you're sneaky and you lie to me, like. That, and I find out. With trust, that's, like, my biggest thing that I don't want like I don't want him to have to hide anything from me but I also see that if he's asking me something and I say no 10 million times and I don't give him the time of the day to explain why then we have these problems so yeah but with all that too it's it's one step at a time and pick your battles right like 
I mean, we could talk about, we could really segue here, but. That's what my um, husband said, because mine wanted Minecraft and Roblox. And I was like, I don't mind Minecraft because I like that you're creatively like building these houses and they're actually very fascinating what they're doing. Now, mind you, I'm not having them play the like creepy survival killing zombie stuff, but I foresee in my feet, like whatever, not the end of the world. So I was like, okay, we can do this. But let's not do Roblox. <laughs> so, I'm like trying to figure out. It's just impossible. You need to get him some. You have the Osmo system, right? Yes. Need to get him some more like coding. Maybe not. <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> we don't, we we don't need him <laughs> learning. But no. um, Maddie has been quarantined, and it's kind. It's been helpful in between. Yeah. You know, when I can't help her with the school stuff or we take a break and I don't want her watching TV all day or on her iPad all day, there are some awesome activities and she's navigating. It's pretty impressive. Um, you think your your kids are capable of only so much and they're capable of so much more than we give them credit for. But oh, I know. when I saw my email deleted, I was like kind of proud <laughs> that like – God, you really thought this plan through, didn't you? But also absolutely horrified. <laughs> I mean, so, or they're going to have somebody looking out for them. This right. weekend, I asked one of my boys to take our dog for a walk. Mm-hmm. And I was at Ryan's baseball game with the girls. And I texted them both. And he said, yeah, just got back. And I looked uh, on like to see – if he had left our house mm-hmm. and he hadn't and the other <laughs> one verified that he hadn't. And so the other one, so I let it go. Yeah. But the other one, cause I, I checked their things, texted him, bro, you know, they can check and she won't believe that you didn't take your phone on the walk. <laughs> and so then all of a sudden it's, uh, I was just kidding. I'll take her later. Right. And yeah. it's like, I mean, either way, I'm mad. I'm annoyed and mad. But one one thing at a time. Yeah. And what lesson is most important here? I'm not sure. Well, right. That's the thing. It's like, <laughs> what all the battles I want to pick, like I want to give him that uh, whatever. So he can play with his cousin sure. and have fun and not feel, feel like he's the only child who doesn't get to play a video game or whatever but at the same time don't lie to me and it's okay if you're just not allowed to do everything your 11 year old cousin gets to do like you're four years younger or three years younger yeah I've given up caring about that well so-and-so's mom's letting the I don't care I really don't you know what I know I mean just think about where you give in where other parents probably don't Right. You know, you just have to give, just keep going. We just need them outside all the time. Yeah. Kids are so happy outside. I know. It's just, I actually was thinking after this, Maddie and I are going to go get some more work done outside because we can. Yeah. A thousand percent. Anyway. Weather is, oh my gosh, finally. We're getting there. Okay. So, anyways, parenting. We 
feel you if you are a parent listening to this. And if you are not a parent, hopefully you can just laugh at the <laughs> struggles. That. And you can just sit with us as we wish that we could go back and be 16 again and be nicer worry about getting my and license. do it better and not worry so much about this test. And then I wouldn't have felt the need to use the cheat sheet and get caught in religion class, which got brought up this weekend by my friends and something that they will never let me forget. It was a big right. mistake I made, and um, but I did learn from it, and I never cheated right. again, so that was good. Right. Well, isn't it so crazy? Like when my students will tell me some of their stresses, and you can tell based on like the kid who's opening up to you what their parents' like important things are. Like some are like hundred percent my great and whatever, and they're like stressing out about it, and I'm like, oh, you poor thing, like. Mine never emphasized grades, and I don't really care about grades all that much, as long as you're trying, obviously, the best that you can. Mm -hmm. But, like, I have to get the score on this test and whatever. And I know I felt that way naturally, but it's so interesting when you watch a child, then if, like, making a team is really important or getting an A on your test or getting into a certain college, like, or having like a clean I don't know there's just all different things and it's like like you said what's the lesson I really want to end up teaching them in this moment yeah and it's hard to decide too yeah because sometimes you just want to (laughs) like but it's not going to get you anywhere if you point out a b e and c you've got to like take it in stride I I kind of don't really even know why I brought that up but uh I don't know, but I liked it. Yeah. But But yeah, it's kind of like one step at a time. Okay, this is the most important lesson in this moment. And like, this is the most benefit to my child and to our home and our future or whatever. So let's talk about this. I don't. And so far beyond like just like yelling at someone because it just doesn't work. Like you have to relate to. Yeah. And it might. It might change. Like in four hours, I might have felt more more upset about one thing than the other. But I think it's a good – even I mean, even if in anything, this isn't just with parenting, but if you want to address something, you focus on just the one step ahead of you and not the whole staircase, which is a quote that I popped in there that um, I love. But you can lay out the fact that there's a whole staircase here, yeah. but I'm not going to jump to the top of the staircase – um, right. But the, I still have visual of them. So like in this instance, you slept in past when you should have. You were lazy. You lied to me and you tried to get your brother to cover up for you. So I'm going to point <laughs> these things out. But what of these four things are um, the, the most disappointing to me? And I think it is the laziness. I mean, I feel that way right in this moment. It might be the lie later. Right. But you don't we don't want to make them feel like they're hopeless and like can't right do anything right. So um I'm gonna take my own advice and let you guys know how that goes. Well it's true because how crappy do you feel when you feel like you can't do anything right? For any of my um Housewives fans, Housewives of Dallas, there's a new cast member and she is Chinese and her parents are immigrants and she one of her big storylines this season is how she felt more like an investment that her parents made versus like their kid. Like you have to get these grades. You have to make us 
giving up everything to come here worth it basically and it's so heartbreaking to watch this whole thing play out where she's like I just wanted a mother-daughter relationship like I didn't want to feel like our time together was doing flashcards because you needed to make sure that your investment paid off for you and oh it just broke my heart but where was I going with this Dallas housewives you feel bad for that that? you feel bad oh and she's saying like I just never feel like I can do it get anything perfect for you she's saying it to her mother like I never feel like I'm good enough or I'm doing anything right and I mean that's a horrible feeling when someone makes you feel so shameful about even everything you try to do and then there's no acknowledgement for that either so I think it's very much like I don't know one step at a time and acknowledging the things along the way. Like my husband will be like, I've been working on this, this house and whatever. And you didn't even point out this yet. I'm always like, did you see this? Did you see what I did? Give me all the affirmation in the world. And he's like, you never give me affirmation. (laughs) And I'm like, you're right. I could do better, but you know, but at least you know that. And you know, maybe implement it. (laughs) Yeah. I, I look on the bright side there. Okay, so in whatever phase of life thing, it could be job, it could be anything. It could be like a huge work project that you have going or coming up or anything. It's like the more overwhelm you create, the more I personally just shut down. That's so true. It's like our recital dances because it's almost the end of the year and that's normally like the oh crap, like I'm going to panic right now. But instead of saying, I still have a minute and a half to choreograph, I'm just going to be like, how many eight counts can I just knock out in little chunks? And then I always finish, like we always finish. So yeah. Yeah. You always, it, it, it gets done. It may be a longer road than you, than you thought, but what's more important than the the distance that you have to go and the work you have to do is the memories that you make along the way and the company that you keep and the lessons that you learned. And even if you had to go a couple steps back, it means that you did better work to get back to where you needed to be to go forward again. There's yeah. so many ways to look at everything, really. I like that. I also like that you wrote on here, you can get from zero to 60 in just a few seconds, but it's much better for your car, I'd imagine, if you sped up a little more naturally, safely, and slowly. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't your car be very pleased about that? I would think so. I mean... Like, if you're riding, driving your car super aggressively, I'm sure it's going to feel the hurt on that. I just like that analogy because, <laughs> I mean... You, you can get to a very high speed very quickly if you want to, but um, where, where is the the learning in that and where are the memories? <laughs> where are, where are the memories in those few seconds? I agree. And that makes me think of like physicality in your body. So like yep. working out or like just going on a walk or whatever, like you might say, I want to run a 5k and instead of just going to run a 5k and then having cramps and shin splints and feeling like you're going to vomit on the side of the road. Can you one step at a time, build yourself up to it so that you're taking care of your body 
along the way. And then you're that much stronger instead of just like beating your body in 60 seconds or whatever it is like so fast that then you are crapped out from like any form of maintaining that. I need a less squeaky chair. I imagine that everything's like that. I mean, if you want this beach body, it it doesn't happen by thinking about it. I mean, one step at a time, one choice at a time, one walk at a time, whatever it may be. And that's the only thing I can come up with right now. Obviously, it doesn't have to be that, but like I don't I I don't really know how else. The harder you work, the luckier you get. Um We've talked about and that. And also, for like, sure. weight. Like, I am very anti scales. I don't like scales. I don't like weighing myself. It doesn't happen. But when you are so focused on like a number, like, I want to lose five pounds. And then that's all that's in your head is this like goal, but you're not actually thinking, oh, wow, I'm actually gaining muscle right now. And I'm more toned and like my body feels so much healthier. But maybe I gained weight on the scale. Well, yeah. Like, that's what happens. And so when you have this, like, irrational thing, that's your end goal, I guess, or your end top of the mountain, but you're not realizing all the other better things that are happening along the way, one step at a time. You're missing so much. You're missing so much. I mean, I hate to say it, but you are. Right? Yeah. Now, mind you, my friend just got this crazy scale where you step on it, and it tells you the weirdest stuff. Like, it tells you the, like, skeletal weight of your bones, the, like, water percentage in your body, like, uh, your BMI, your fat percentage, all this wild stuff. Now, obviously, if you are very much into fitness and all these numbers would make sense to you. But I was like, oh my gosh, like this is interesting to me for so many other reasons, like the water and then your muscle mass and all this stuff, because it's just so weird that it could tell. And who knows if it's actually real? I yeah. Like, I, how does it really tell how much water's in my body? I don't have an answer for that. I didn't. <laughs> I thought but you it had... was fascinating to me. I don't have a scale at the moment. Um, the only time I go on my scale is when I have to ship a package that's bigger than my shipping scale. So I have to weigh myself holding the package and then weigh myself not holding the package to figure out what to make the label. I mean, <laughs> Instead of just getting a bigger shipping scale. Which could could be probably beneficial. But could benefit us. I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm no one to judge. <laughs> that so oh my gosh okay what else did you write in here you wrote unfortunately dreams don't come true overnight it is about the journey the lessons the company and the work we are willing to put in and I really like that too bravo golly oh and then you wrote sometimes the smallest step in the right direction ends up being the biggest step of your life oh, yeah so very good thank you I mean I didn't make them up but well but still I like them and there are no people to give credit to, and that's really not your fault because the graphics don't have a quote author a tour. So, yeah, <laughs> I, to whomever said those things. Yeah, I found them on Pinterest, so it's whoever uploaded them is their fault. But they're very valuable things, I think, and there are millions of quotes out there. 
but but right now all I can think about is our little take the stairs hoodie and tank top that we made a couple of years ago. It's one of my favorite things that we've ever made. Yeah. Because – yeah, we should bring that back. Yeah. Um, Maddie, my seven-year-old, asked me recently because she's you know she can read now, which is I know it's like so great, but it's also like uh, I can't spell things out and not. Uh-huh. But anyway, she's like, "What does that mean? Take the stairs?" So we talked about it, and I thought, "Gosh, I didn't convey that right," but I realized how important of a conversation it could be, and so. We've been talking about these types of things and take the stairs, and this is kind of the same the same concept. I mean, to take a step is like a stair step. Yeah, and it challenges you, and it is challenging, and it's obviously the the harder harder than the elevator and pressing a button. But your body gets stronger, and you get stronger. And I know I like to make analogies, and maybe I'm not really making any sense, but. Um, I really no, do. I think it makes perfect sense. And it's all metaphorical too, because obviously this does not mean that you need to be capable of walking and taking stairs to make progress. This just means whatever thing it is in your life that you have, that's like this big mountain to break it down bit by bit and step by step to go towards it. Right. Amen. I remember on our podcast with Emily a few back whose husband um, died, she said these little steps like getting out of bed and brushing your teeth may seem like little steps, but that doesn't mean that they're small steps. So like it's a really big deal to be able to get out of bed the next day and brush your teeth and take a shower or something and to just be able to count some of those things. So whatever that is in your life and whatever, you know, relatively speaking, those first steps could be really huge steps in your grand scheme of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you shouldn't discount oh. the non-big things because they really do add up. Yes. I mean, even 100%. if like you – I don't want to ruin dinner tonight. Well, maybe I, it's still not great, but maybe I didn't burn the whole thing, just the edges. It's still progress. Right. It's still valuable. It's still important. It, it means that you care enough about something to give it the thought of how you can be better. I totally agree. And that's that's important. I, I think. There's a we stampede think. above my head right now. So sorry about that. Yeah. I, I, I wonder what's going on, too. I don't usually have to do that. I know. But. Golly, they were just at the park. And now they're back. With a vengeance. Everything's fine. Okay, so anyways. Yes, one step at a time, one floorboard at a time. My floor is removed. And the new floor will be installed and the moldy walls will be fixed. And this will all be but a distant memory someday it, it will and you'll look back and be like I, I don't remember I something tells me I don't want to do that again but I kind of forget why yeah it's like when you are pregnant and then have kids yeah and you're like oh it wasn't that bad and then you're in it again and you're like this is horrible like I remember why I didn't like being pregnant and having kids that sounded bad but you know what I mean like, I do 
<laughs> I it's never as bad when you look back on it than it was in the moment. No, no. And it just goes to show that you've you've gotten a lot stronger since that really hard thing happened. And yeah, it's um, that's why we're, we can so easily forget about things that we think are painful or or whatever. I mean, it's like when you say, like, remind me, we're never shipping mugs again. And then mm-hmm. by the end of packaging season, you forget. And then you realize the joy that you get from holding a cup of one of our mugs. And it's all forgotten. It really is. And then I'm like, we got to do mugs. <laughs> we we got to bring mugs some mugs back. <laughs> and People are really wanting the mugs, Colleen. What and if I, doing? in my defense, I do try to remind her. And then you'll be like, I just want to remind you, you told me we were never doing mugs again. And you're like, <laughs> and then oh, I'll yeah, be I like, know. yeah, but. I changed my mind. I'm allowed to change my mind. <laughs> Touche. Absolutely. Uh, so I guess that means we need some mugs. In the- Wait, didn't we just say a good thing for a mug? I feel like we just talked about this the other day. And we said we needed some like summer tumblers too. Yeah, we do need sub- summer tumblers. And we needed to bring back our koozies. And I really want some duffel bags. Okay. I, I know. Need a duffel. I know it's I'll, like. I'll do a duffel. I know it's so random, but. It can say every day I'm duffeling. <laughs> I'm I, I like uh, that. Uh, I'm not sure uh, the semblance of making. Do you the, notice this? <laughs> every day I'm duffeling. No, do you see my shirt? Oh, what does it say? <laughs> it says my dog peed on me. Okay, you guys. So I have one of our hoodie samples, so there's nothing printed on it. (laughs) There is a huge oil stain strategically placed, so it looks like I'm lactating. (laughs) But the hoodie is so comfy, and I just wear it as, like, my grungy hoodie. But the oil stain will not come out, and so I can only wear it in the house. Idea. I'll make you an iron-on vinyl that says oil stain with an arrow. And I'll mail it to you and you can iron it on. Yes, please. Would you like that? I would. Because every time I wear it and I love it, like my sitter or if I'm outside and the neighbor sees me, I'm like, oh, God. (laughs) I think I'm lactating. I am not. I am not. Maddie has entered. Is it almost over? Almost. She's like, you guys got to CCB? (gasps) Hi, Mad. Say hi. How's school at oh, home? She this can't week? hear you because I have my headphones oh. in. She said, That's How's school home. at home, Ben? Good. <laughs> Good. So fun. Anyway, I'll be done in just a minute, okay? Okay. You, you're taking my phone? Okay. <laughs> to play Roblox? You like that, Maddie? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know, right? <laughs> no, she's definitely not doing that. She, she likes Sandbox, which is the color by numbers. Oh. And Two Dots, which is my favorite game. But in oh, it, yeah, there's the Where's Waldo once a month. And it's just things you find. Mm, I mean, it yeah. couldn't be more innocent. It also, That's though, good. is a little frustrating when she finds all the things that I wanted to find when I'm yeah. in Carpool Line or yeah. my sacred place. Sandbox? That's what it's Sandbox. Is, yeah. And there's tons of free ones. We've never had to pay for a single one. The best ones do cost money, but we find plenty that she likes just as well yeah we were on like a pixel art kick which is the color by number basically oh on the phone or whatever and i'm like harmless great but gosh, i mean we games. think things are harmless like preschool mm-hmm. soccer and then our daughter gets 
the number 69 jersey. And I'm like, yes. of all of the preschoolers. They probably listened to our episode number 69 episode. Uh, they were like, let's give this jersey to the one with the brothers in high school who actually knows the horrible <laughs> meaning of that. And Yeah, I bet someone seen. listened to our podcast and said, your mom can joke about this on our podcast. So you oh, my definitely gosh. I mean, maybe this is – this. Payback. It's, yep, it's a punishment for my dirty mind, but – uh, yeah. tonight are her awesome. first games because everything got rained out last week. And so well, that's I wonder how many people are going to say something to me though about it. I just can't believe they would give. I it. know. And I know, but see, right. that's what it that, should be like. The elevator floor 13 is just removed. Yeah. So for kids, Jersey 69 should not be an option. It shouldn't be an option, but I, I see a, or the other Colleen said last night, she's like, I mean, I'm not, I, I'm not going to be able to, like, it's going to be funny all season long. Yeah. And, and she's like, don't you think everybody's going to think it's funny? And I'm like, maybe we're just the only ones that. Oh, no. Everyone's for sure going to be like, check out that kid wearing a 69 jersey. <laughs> what? <laughs> I bet their parents love that. Doug was like, you totally picked that out. I'm like, a, a bag was handed to me. It was tied up. How are there even 69 players? There Should are. They only go the up most, to like 12? It's the most random numbers. There's like a 46 and a 39, an 88. I mean, it's just so random. But anyway, neither here nor there. One step at a time, it. you know. One step at a time. It's, I forgot the other word. Let's cue it up. There's, there's no need to rush. It's like learning to something or falling in love. It's going to happen when it's supposed to happen and you find a reason why one step at a time. Da, 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 I just da. feel like both of our um, melodies are not correct. Yeah, no, <laughs> probably not. I was not. about to say, what song are you singing? With but the, I also don't feel like my melody is correct. Da, 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 da. Oh, I don't know what a melody is, so... Okay. It doesn't I matter. Get, it doesn't matter. We it could get sued for this, but we I don't could. think she'll be listening to our podcast, so let's just take a risk. Nobody DM Jordan Sparks for us, okay? There's her high heel. <gasps> All right, so I was down a key. I don't know. Hold on, I just got to hear. second the song starts you remember all the lyrics well ish but yeah i do really like that i haven't heard that song since probably a decade ago it's like learning to fly or falling in love it's still working one step at a time learning to fly don't rush into love only fools rush in i was about to sing the melody for that and then i lost it and i won't 
bore you all with that again. <laughs> yeah, sorry if this was a little discombobulated, but we feel very strongly that we should all take a step back and take the next step when we're ready. And I like that you said, and to begin, just begin. Yeah, because it's true. Because got to start somewhere. So 2008. God, that was a good year in music. It was, I bet. It was. I don't know what else was in 2008. Sometimes when I go out with my college friends and we can like load the the jukebox or the whatever player, we only play 2008 playlists because that was the glory days for college. And um, so many good songs. So many good songs. I digress. Um, Okay. So to begin, just begin. Sometimes you don't need to look at the whole staircase and get overwhelmed and find yourself in bed instead you can just start on the first thing and once you have that little bit of chugga chugga choo choo momentum you're gonna get somewhere like the little red caboose that's the wrong story but you get it i get it i do All right, guys. Well, hopefully you retained something from this episode. And please tell us what you are working on one step at a time in our DMs or in our email. And follow us at YouFitHere and at EveryKindCo so we can be BFFs and take one step at a time in life. Amen. That that (laughs) exit. I love that little wrap up. Okay, great. Screenshot and share and review and subscribe and all the things. And we will talk to you next week. Well, actually in two weeks, but yeah. But we'll be back though with an interview. A didgeridoo. Didgeridoo. Is that what I said in Australian? (laughs) Didgeridoo. And I don't even know what that means. Didgeridoo. And I, it's hard to differentiate between British and Australian and New Zealand accents. Well, we need to work on it because I don't want to offend people. Oh, no. We never want to offend people. Oh, my gosh. I'm right. Kind of. A didgeridoo. A didgeridoo. I can't say it. Well, what does it mean? It's a wind instrument. Oh. That's what I've got. Okay. Place of origin, Australia. It's like a huge horn. You can't see this. There you are. It's kind of like looks like the Ricola man. Is it, horn, is it in not. a song? Oh, did you redo? No, I feel like I'm hearing it from like a movie. Oh, did you redo? No? I think it's in a song, like a child song. I don't know. We can look into it a little bit later. Okay. Uh, All right, guys. We'll talk to you later. (laughs) Later. Don't trip on the steps. Take your time. Yeah, just take one step at a time. Take one your time. One step at a time. We'd rather you get up safely than with black Zero eyes. To 20 in five minutes. <laughs> yeah, let's take it easy, guys. Take it easy. I mean, life is short, but it's going to be a lot okay. shorter if you try and speed things up because you might hurt yourself. So Maybe all these people have really good intentions with their song lyrics. I'm sure they do. Don't let the... Something, something else. I mean, I never have really given it all that much thought. I mean, unless it's all a right. really good song that means something okay. to my heart. Like when we had to re-listen to Black Eyed Peas. Oh, gosh. Where's the love? Yes. Ten years later. And really dissect the lyrics. Guys, go do that. Yeah. And one step at a time. And one we'll, we'll time. chat with you later. We're actually wrapping it up this Okay, time. peace out. Bye. Bye.